It's 9 o'clock on Friday morning and time for Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. Um, this is your host, Cindy McGurl, and I would like to thank my sponsor, The Leather Bench in Camden. And um, I want to say that it feels like I haven't been here in a long time. There was no show last week, and then we had that snowstorm, and then we had what I consider to be the horrible election results. And uh, but here we are back in this in the groove of things. Um, thank you to CMP for getting the power back on here at the station. It was off for quite a few days because of a down tree. So hope everybody is back to their usual selves. And I'm going to uh, play today lots of uh, recordings from the Complete Village Vanguard recordings um, to 1961. And I've got some really fun readings um, from Paul's autobiography about Bill Evans and also about the Village Vanguard. And we're going to start right off um, with Waltz for Debbie. And, but before that, we're going to hear, it says, Discussing Repertoire is what it's called.
That was Misfits from the 1973 LP Fort Yahweh, put out by Impulse Records and recorded live at the Village Vanguard, as is everything I'm playing today. That was Keith Jarrett on piano, soprano saxophone and tambourine, Dewey Redman on tenor saxophone, musette, and maracas, Charlie Hayden on bass, Paul Modian on drums and percussion, and Danny Johnson also on percussion. And before that, we heard the um, Waltz for Debbie from the Complete Village Vanguard recordings, 1961, and that was take one. And that is Bill Evans on piano, Scott LaFaro on bass, and Paul Modian on drums, put out by Riverside in 2003. And I remember when that um, CD set was released, um, Paul told me about it, so I went out and bought it, and he didn't own this set, I did, but, um, and um, it was really interesting talking to him about it because um, he really caught on when these um, recordings are played of how people aren't, you know, you can hear glasses clinking and people talking and people aren't being rude or anything, but, you know, they're listening to the music, but he said, it's not like it is now when um, there's like dead silence when the band plays at the Vanguard. And uh, he said he liked it better when people weren't paying such close attention because if he made mistakes, nobody noticed. So I have um, some readings from Paul's autobiography for you. And these are about the Village Vanguard. Each night, the sets were different. The music was set up differently. Nowadays, bands seem to play the same set every night, the same tunes in the same order. We never did that. We never played the same songs every night, especially not in the same order. Some of the same songs were played each night, and we did have a repertoire, but we never had a set list. There was something special about the Village Vanguard matinees that happened on Sunday afternoons from 5 to 8. The feeling in the club was different, maybe because it was still daylight outside. The music was even different. We would return in the evening and start playing again around 9.30. So that first cut I played um, was recorded in the evening, and now I've got one that was recorded in the afternoon, and this is Solar by Miles Davis. Thank you. 
Miles Davis's Solar, performed by the Bill Evans Trio with Scott LaFaro and Paul Modian at the Village Vanguard in 1961. And I want to remind you that you are listening to WRFR, Community Radio, Rockland, Maine, streaming online at wrfr.org and locally airing on 93.3 FM and 99.5 or 99.3 oh now I'm not sure and that's in Camden so um, we have raised about $4,000 for our buzzathon goal which is to help us move to the Lincoln Street Center right down the street where if we had been there, we would have had our power back a couple days sooner than we did. Um, But we do appreciate being in this studio, too. And it's not too late to donate. You can go to the WRFR website and click the blue button to um, go to the Razoo site where you can uh, give a few dollars, whatever you can afford. And um, we're only, we're not quite halfway to our goal, which was $9,330. We have almost enough money now for the new antenna that we need. And um, I think our signal will be a lot better. We'll be on higher ground um, if we move to Lincoln Street Center. So, and and not if, but when we move there. It's just taking a little longer than we thought, thought. So I have another reading from Paul's autobiography. And this is about um, a gig at the Village Vanguard with the Bill Evans Trio. One late night during the week, around the third or fourth set, there was only three or four people in the club. The club owner, Max Gordon, was sitting alone in the back of the club, and we were about to begin playing. Hey, Max, can we go home? There's only a few people here. No, he said. There's still some people here. Play another set. We played another set. Another evening, about halfway through the set, the music took a nosedive. I asked Bill later, what happened? You sounded strange. It was like you didn't care about the music. Oh, I heard some people at the bar. They were laughing, and I thought they were laughing at me, he said. Next up, I have um, Alice in Wonderland, also an afternoon recording. And this is um, by Fane and Hilliard.
Alice in Wonderland, performed by Bill Evans, Scott LaFaro, and Paul Modian in 1961. I'm going to read a little more from the autobiography. I thought Bill was attractive and good-looking, like the best of the typical perfect American. He never had problems dating beautiful women. I admired his Jack Armstrong all-American look. I was even envious I wished I could look like that. He caught me by surprise one night at the Vanguard 
We were in our usual backstage hangout, the kitchen. I like it when a person doesn't flaunt his good looks, he said to me. I was wishing I could look like him and he was talking about my good looks. That was the only time anything like that ever came up. We were friends for a long time and hanging out was great fun. It wasn't only about music all the time. Bill, why are you getting high all the time? I do it to become normal, so I'll be normal. What? That sounds weird. I don't get high. It has nothing to do with getting high. I believed him.
Welcome back to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet, the music of Paul Modian, music he inspired, and music he was inspired by. Um, before the top of the set, we heard a folk song for Rosie, a Paul Modian composition from You Took the Words Right Out of My Heart, a 1995 Winter and Winter release with uh, Joe Lovano on tenor saxophone. Bill Frizzell on electric guitar, and Paul Modian on drums, and recorded live at the Village Vanguard. And then before that, we heard another tune from the complete Village Vanguard recordings, 1961, and that was Some Other Time, a Bernstein, Compton, and Green tune. So I'm going to continue on with our Village Vanguard theme. There's definitely a lot of material. Um, and I want to urge you to support WRFR's supporters, and for my show, that would be the Leather Bench in Camden on Main Street. And it's not too late to contribute to our Buzzathon. If you go on WRFR.org, you can connect. And I'm going to start with The Sound of Love, which is also um, another Winter and Winter release in 1995, uh, recorded live at the Village Vanguard and with uh, Joe Lovano and Bill Frizzell and Paul Modian. And this is Misterioso, a Thelonious Monk tune. Thank you. 
Enrico Pyrenanzi on piano, Mark Johnson on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. And that was recorded in 2010 at the Village Vanguard and was put out in 2013 on the Cam Jazz label. And that was Thelonious Monk's I Mean You. And before that, we heard Mysterioso, another monk tune from The Sound of Love, 1995 winter and winter release with Joe Lovano, Bill Frizzell, and Paul Modian. I want to remind you that you are listening to Community Radio, WRFR, 93.3 FM, and streaming online at wrfr.org. I have one more reading from Paul's autobiography. I remember some nights with Bill when it wasn't all champagne and roses, There were times when I was unhappy with the music and unhappy with Bill's playing, not in the beginning, later on. Sometimes Bill seemed to be just going through the motions. Scott used to really put him down when that happened. He used to yell at him, scream at him, Come on, man, what the beep are you doing? You can play better than that. Are you sick? Years later, I was interviewed by the writer and critic Don Nelson, who was writing a book about Bill, and he asked me, was Bill a genius? I said, I don't know. I guess many people thought of Bill in that way, but I'm not sure I know what that means. Genius, I think, is more like a freak, too unusual. Bill was a natural. Bill played great, and I loved the time I spent with him. Some fantastic music happened that I'm proud of, and I'm happy that I was a part of it. The music sounds as good today as it did then, and that's really something. And I'm going to play for you one more tune from the Complete Village Vanguard recordings. This is take three of Scott LaFaro's Glorious Step.
Sorry about that. I pressed the wrong buttons a couple of times. Um, well, what you heard was The Third Walk, a Palmodian composition recorded live in 2006 at the Village Vanguard on Winter and Winter Records. It's called Live at the Village Vanguard, Volume 3. Palmodian on drums, Greg Osby on alto saxophone, Chris Potter on tenor saxophone, Larry Grenadier on bass, Matt Maniri on viola, and Masabumi Kikichu on piano. And before that, we heard Vanguard Blues, a Charlie Hayden tune, and that was Jerry Allen on piano, Charlie Hayden on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. It's a 1991 DIW Japan release, live at the Village Vanguard. And at the top of the set, we heard Glorious Step, take three, from the complete Village Vanguard recordings, 1961, from Riverside. And if you have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can check out jazzcloset.blogspot.com. Um, I do post the set list there if um, you would like to know the albums and exactly what I played. And our next show will be next Friday, November 14th. Um, thanks for listening. And uh, one more thing I wanted to say about the Village Vanguard was that um, Paul played there very steadily during the last uh, about 10 years of his life. I think he played there for about usually six weeks, sometimes more. Um, he played with other people as well as as a leader. And um, he told me if he had known that he could get as many gigs as he wanted there before he, uh, he did, he would have quit touring in Europe and for the end there he hardly ever even left Manhattan so he got pretty sick of touring and he loved the sound at the Vanguard and he could really play what he wanted so um, it was really a great place if you've never been there to the Village Vanguard you should check it out next time you're in New York it's the first time I went I actually was a little surprised because I mean it has this giant reputation and it's actually a pretty small basement club you know but it does have good sound and uh, it's a really enjoyable place to listen to music and you can hear some great people so I'm going to take us to the top of the set with one more Enrico Piranunzi tune from um, his new CD which I'm sorry to say isn't available as a CD I had to buy it online uh, as a digital file which I don't really like doing because I don't think the performers get much money when you do it that way. Not that they get a lot anyway, but it's really minuscule. So this is, what do I have set up here? Tales from the Unexpected, which is a Enrico Piranunzi composition. And there's Paul Modian on drums and Mark Johnson on bass. Mm -hmm. 